0: top of the day to you. It is Friday, March 10th, 2023. My name is Mike. I'm your host, and this is the FBTV Podcast. Not only am I the host of the FBTV Podcast, which is short for Freight Broker TV, FBTV, but I am also the lead consultant at TALTOA. You can find TALTOA at TALTOA.com. We are a transportation and logistics training and consulting firm. We consult, train freight brokers, freight broker agents, people wanting to get into the industry. Maybe as a freight broker agent, maybe they're getting their own authority, starting their own freight brokerage company. Uh, same thing with trucking companies as well. A lot of trucking companies to come to us. They want to maybe add an additional revenue stream to their current operation as a trucking company. Maybe... Uh, Maybe they want to learn how to find their own customers. Believe it or not, a lot of trucking companies use a broker for 100% of their loads. Not a good idea. You're giving away money. A few phone calls, you could be putting that money in your pocket, but it is what it is. We'll be talking more about Tatoa as we get into the podcast a little bit deeper. Anyway, did you have a good week? Yeah, not bad here for the first full week of March. Actually, we saw some weather get into the uh, 70s, pushing 80. I had had uh, two or three days of that. Windy is all get out, but uh, still the warm temperatures. But that, that quickly changed. The uh, rains moved in like is normal for this time of year. Temperatures dropped. Now we're lucky to get out of the, get into the 60s, I should say, low 60s. Looks like next week we're going to be pushing the 70s again. Then we're going to turn around. And drop back into the 50s, but blah, 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 you know. I know some of you listening to the podcast, you got your small violins out (laughs) as you watch the (laughs) snowfall. So, you know, yeah, I know you feel for our our 50s, right? Me complaining about 50s. Anyway, enough of that. Hey, you got a question you want to submit, something you want to talk about, comments or whatever? You can submit that via email. Just send an email to me, fbtv at freightbrokertv.com. You can also go to our website, our website at freightbrokertv.com. We have forms on that website you can fill out. Click submit, and they will come to us. We got a we got a, uh, a form in the other day, and let me see if I can open that up real quick. And not making fun of anybody. But uh, this came from an individual, and their question was, need help starting and running a successful business? I've been a truck driver for over 22 years, so very familiar with the transportation industry. I appreciate that, that you're wanting to start and run a successful business. And I'm happy to help you any way I can, but i got to have more details. All right. What kind of a business? Freight broker, trucking company, both? Yeah, give me some details. Be happy to help you out. Matter of fact, if it's freight brokering or maybe trucking, check out Tua. We have a lot of packages there to uh, that could uh, help you on that. But my point is, and I don't mean to be picking on you who uh, sent that in, I understand you want to start and run a successful business, but we kind of really need more specific details. All right? So if you're sending us a question or... Maybe uh, comment or whatever. Give us some more details so we can pinpoint and possibly answer your question a little bit more accurate. Anyway, it's March 10th. It's Friday, TGIF. It's bagpipe day. I know a lot of people don't like bagpipes. I do. Isn't that weird? Anyway, Mario day. Mario as in Super Mario Brothers day. Mario. How many hours did we spend in front of that when Nintendo first came out? watching the little cartoon characters jump from mushroom to mushroom or whatever blueberry pop over day pack your lunch day as well our topic today had a client Taitoan they had heard a previous podcast maybe it was a video where i was talking about don't not brokering loads if you're if if you got dual authority you're a freight broker as well as you have your own carrier authority. They heard a podcast or maybe a video where I was talking about don't, you know, there's no reason to broker loads to your own trucks. We're going to get into that a little bit more in detail today. And maybe it'll make sense. Maybe it won't, but uh, they brought up a point and I'm going to keep that between me and my client. But, kind of confused me a little bit, but we won't go there. All right. Today's impossible question. Nobody's going to get this. I should just answer it now, but I'll give you 20 minutes or so to, <laughs> to take a trip through your brain. The average number of this is 736. What is it? The average number of this is 736. What is it? <laughs> anyway, hey, if you don't have the podcast mug, we got one. It's officially our podcast mug. You'll find it on our website. It got me as a younger child yelling into a microphone. No, that picture's not me, really. But uh, that's what it is. Check out the podcast mug on our website, freightbrokertv.com. You can even order it right there from our website. Oh, we got a lot of things to go over today. I hope we have enough time. I'm sure we will. But uh, let's see. You having a birthday today? Maybe it's uh, a friend, family member, whatever. Well, happy birthday to you. You're in pretty good company. Also born on this date back in 1888, Oscar G. Meyer. Yep, same guy, Oscar Meyer Company. He was born on this date back in night or 1888. 1933, Ralph Emery, Nashville Now, talk show host. Remember the uh, show on the uh, Nashville Network, whatever. Chuck Norris, can you believe that? He's 83 today. And he's still pretty much a tough guy, I bet. John Hamm from Mad Men, 52 today. Olivia Wilde, this kind of blew me away. I thought she was older than this. She was on uh, House. M.D. She was born on this date back in 1984, makes her 39. I really thought she was older than that. Anyway, uh, today in history, 1496, Christopher Columbus concludes his second visit to the New World. This time, it wasn't an accident. He knew exactly where he was going. 1849, this is weird. I say it's weird because usually when they say something like this, they're going to tell you the what for. But anyway, on this date back in 1849, Abraham Lincoln applied for a patent. He was the only US president to do so. But the problem is, it doesn't say for what. What did he apply for a patent? What what did he what did he have that he needed to apply for a patent? Don't know. I'm kind of thinking probably agriculture. I don't know. Don't know. 1876, today's the day Alexander Graham Bell made his first phone call in Boston, Mass., to his assistant in the next room, who heard, Mr. Watson, come here. That happened today. You're all caught up on that kind of stuff. Oh, let's see. Things you might want to know. Texas has produced more gigawatt hours of electricity from renewable sources than any other state Been doing that now for several years. Thanks largely to wind energy, in 2022, Texas generated (laughs) 136,118 gigawatt hours from wind and the utility scale solar, but most of it came from wind. I know you're thinking there's a joke there. Probably is, but I like Texas. The runner up was California with 52,927 gigawatt hours. And you would think California, with everything they're doing to go all electric, would be doing more to generate more electricity via wind or solar, whatever. Anyway, uh, other things you might want to know a Twitter poll, Twitter poll aiming to determine the best Batman actor of all time. shows Michael Keaton as the preferred Batman in 23 states. Now, this is pretty cool, and I've liked this guy. You don't hear me talking about sports, sports figures too much in the podcast or anywhere. And that's simply be, uh, we won't go there. Anyway, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar just sold four championship rings, three MVP trophies, and other memorabilia for 2.8 million. The proceeds going to youth education programs. According to Kareem, this is quote: "When it comes to choosing between a, uh, storing a championship ring or trophy in a room or providing kids with an opportunity to change their lives, the choice is pretty simple: sell it all." Always liked him. All right, let's uh, turn our focus up north, up in Canada. <laughs> Only in Canada. Hey, Quebec, uh, to be exact, uh, a judge up there has ruled that giving someone the middle finger <laughs> is a God-given right and belongs to all Canadians. Eh? <laughs> anyway, I just can't believe that went to court. Oh, well, it is what it is. Let's talk about fuel and spot rates for the week ending or week of March 6, 2023, I should say. Uh, fuel prices, diesel down a penny, down to 428 a gallon. I don't, still don't understand why it's up that high. Gasoline is up a nickel a gallon from last week, up to 338 from 342 Spot rates from last week, vans, uh, you're up 0.7%, flatbed up 0.6%, refrigerated rates. Up 0.6%. This is all good. Spot rates from last month. and eh, not so much yet, but we're still first third of the month. Van, you're down four cents a mile down to 222 a mile. Flatbed, you're up a penny. 272. Flatbed, be looking for those rates to go up as we are pretty much in that construction flatbed kind of season. Lawn and garden. Matter of fact, if you're a broker and you haven't been prospecting already for lawn and garden, you're kind of, Late, but still time to get involved. Lumber, construction material, steel, roofing, that kind of thing's starting to move. Need to be on it. I should have been on it a couple of months ago building those relationships, but anyway. Better late than never, right? Average fuel surcharge unchanged from last week. Flatbed. Your average fuel surcharge 61 cents per mile drive van 51. Reefer, 55 cents per mile. The average across the board, 56 cents per mile. So now you know. That is your fuel and spot rate update for the week of March 6th. Now, let's get into this topic we were going to talk about. Having dual authority. All right, you're a freight broker. And you have your own carrier authority. You got it in your head. That Hey, I can get my broker authority and I can broker loads to my own trucks. First of all, my first question is why, why do you want to do that? Okay. You've got your carrier authority, which now you you can do what you want to do, but the thing is you're creating more accounting than you need. Plus you're costing your trucking operation money. All right because you' brokering loads for your trucking operation where you're saying well it all goes in the same pocket. yeah well, yes and no. If you got a brokerage and you've got your own carrier authority, you got two separate corporations or you should have and if you have goofed by putting the your broker operation under the same corporation as your carrier operation, you need to uh, fix that and get those two separated. You need a, Corporation for your carrier operation, and you need a separate corporation for your broker operation. Now, why is that? Liability. If you put both the businesses under the same corporation, if something happens, you get sued, everything's open to that suit. But if you have those two businesses set up a suit as two separate corporations, it's the trucking company gets sued, they can't touch the brokerage and vice versa. They get the idea. It's a liability issue. Protects you. Protects your assets. And you never want to have a, a brokerage or a trucking company set up as a sole proprietorship. It needs to be as a corporation. You need that protection. Now, as a trucking company, you got to think ahead on this. I don't care if you got one truck now, 10 trucks, whatever, your, your trucking operation needs its own customers. It needs to have its own customers. That way the revenue is going to be higher. And if the revenue is higher, you're putting more money in your pocket. The, ex- you know, you got your expense level, you, you know, you know, your break even point, anything over that's going to be profit, right? Well, you've got your brokerage over here, and what what's your broker brokerage doing all the time? It's out here prospecting, seeking out new customers that you can broker freight for. So you you've, you're you're in essence finding customers all the time. You're out here looking for customers all the time. Well, what what about those customers you get through the brokerage that work for your trucking operation? Now, what I mean by that, let's say you're you're based in I don't know Atlanta, Georgia. I'm just using Atlanta because I use Atlanta as a, uh, I use it all the time whenever I'm discussing Atlanta and Dallas. Those are my two biggies. (laughs) Anyway, you got operation, your operation set up in Atlanta. Okay. For your trucking operation, yeah, you'd like to have customers set up around your base of operation there in Atlanta. Why? So you don't have far to go get the load. Your customer is right there. Well, you got a brokerage that's all that brokerage is doing is looking for customers so let's say you pick up a few customers right there around atlanta with the brokerage and those customers have loads that can go on your truck why do you want to broker the loads to your truck okay why do you want to do that You should set up your trucking company alongside your brokerage with that same customer. And since you're already in the door, that's going to be simple. You let the customer know that you're an asset-based broker, they're going to love you more. All you have to do is send your carrier package over. They'll accept it. And all of a sudden, now you're you're trucking operation and your brokerage is set up with that customer. So they send loads over. Now you can pick and choose what loads do you want to go on your own truck. Now that they are your customer and you're set up with that customer as a carrier, you can take loads from them direct. So you're making hundred percent of the rate. The loads you don't want Broker to other trucking companies. You're still making money. See how that stream of revenue works. Now, let's think ahead. Five years, ten years, whatever. Someday, someday you hope that somebody comes knocking at your door wanting to buy your trucking company. If you've been brokering loads to your trucking company... You have no customers. All you're doing is using a broker for all your loads. It doesn't matter if it's your brokerage. It's still brokered. It's brokered loads. However, if you've got a customer base where you're taking loads directly from the customer, that's, that's your business. You see what I mean? That is your business. So think about that. All right? That kind of makes sense. Anyway, questions feel free to call me at TALTOA. Be happy to discuss it with you more. 479-668-0838. TALTOA, we've been training and consulting transportation professionals for, geez, over 20 years. If you're thinking about maybe starting a career in transportation, freight broker, freight broker, agent, whatever, and we always recommend to everybody new coming into the industry, start out as an agent. Work your way up. Build the business, gain the experience, get the customer base. Once you have all that in line, then step out and start your own brokerage company by getting your authority. Pretty simple thing. It don't cost much to uh, start your own freight brokerage. Not a lot of investment there. But there's a lot of responsibility. And it's always best to build that business, know what you're doing before... Starting your own freight brokerage, that makes sense. Yes, to start your own freight brokerage, it don't take much. You gotta have your authority, seventy-five thousand dollar property broker surety bond, UCRBOC three, and voila. Twenty-one days after filing, your authority's approved, and you gotta wait a few days, get it in the mail because you gotta have your paperwork in hand before you can actually start your broker operation. Not a tough thing to do. But You've got that startup period. Startup period, when you are out here building your customer base, building those relationships, building that carrier following. It's part of your business. That is going to be something we recommend doing as an agent. Because even as a new agent, you've got to do the same thing. you got to go through that startup period. A freight broker with their own authority... And a freight broker agent, they each have to go through that startup period. However, they only have to do it once. But if you do it as an agent, you can focus all your time, efforts, and energy on building that customer base, building those relationships, gaining the experience without having the weight of the world on your shoulders. Once you start that brokerage, man, you got expenses. It's happening. Now, what about an agent? An agent gets paid commission just like the broker does. Only the agent, the the broker's getting 100% of the profit on the load, whereas the agent's getting a percentage of that profit. Standard profit or commission to an agent is 60% of the profit. So if you had a customer and that customer had a load paying $2,000 going from point A to point B, you found a truck to move that load for $1,500 you would have a profit on that load, or net as we call it, of $500. If you were the broker, yes, that $500 is yours. As an agent, you're making a commission on that $500, which standard is 60%, so your commission on that load would be 300 bucks. Now, what about TALTOA? We have packages that include training, Placement into our mentorship program once you complete the training, followed by a consulting period. Now, what is the mentorship program? The mentorship program allows you to begin working as a freight broker agent through us under our licensed brokerage. So you don't have to go out there and find a contract with a broker, which is going to be hard to do. If you have no experience, no book of business. That's what the mentorship is designed to do. It allows you to begin operating legally as a freight broker agent, allowing you to start building that customer base, gaining experience. Plus, should you move loads, you're going to be making a commission so you can make your money. Now, how long of a mentorship program, consulting period? Each package is different. They can be anywhere from three to 12 months, depending on the package you choose. All right. Check it out, taltoa.com, T A L T O A.com. All right, what else? What's going on in the industry? Class 8 orders rebound in February. North American Class 8 orders in February hit 23,600 units, ending a month-to-month decline. That started back in October. That's according to ACT Act Research. Preliminary data showed orders rose to 12% compared with the same period last year when they reached 21,000 units on a month-to-month basis. February orders jumped 28% from the January number of 18,400 units. So trucks are selling again. Will that mean the used truck prices will come down? Probably not. How about eggs? What are eggs doing right now? Crazy, man. Seems like uh, people have figured out, hey, we can raise the prices and never go back down. (laughs) They got to go down. Anyway, what else? House lawmakers proposed 12% excise tax repeal. Legislation to repeal a tax on the purchase of new trucks was introduced in the U.S. House of Reps. Let's give credit where credit's due. Doug LaMalfa, Republican from California, Chris Pappas, Democrat from New Hampshire, a couple of days ago, March 8th, unveiled a bipartisan measure targeting the World War One era tax on new trucks. The measure would specifically undo this 12% excise tax on heavy-duty vehicles and trailers. We'll see where that goes. We'll see how hard it is to uh, get that repealed. You know, the government, boy, once they start taking your money, they sure don't want to give it back. All right, what else if you're traveling through Missouri? Big trucks. Uh, Missouri's getting ready to shutter two rest areas, permanently closing next week. But they're going to reopen in the fall of 2023 as truck parking, they say it. You know, they always say fall 2023, but we'll see if it's not spring of 2024. Anyway, the Missouri Department of Transportation is shuttering two rest area locations next week for construction to convert them into commercial parking facilities. You'd think that would not be hard. We'll see. Next Thursday, March 16th. Uh, Missouri DOT permanently closed the uh, southbound Platte County I-29 Dearborn and Clinton County I-35 Lithrop rest areas. The closure includes parking, so not going to be there. The $3.8 million project expected to be completed by October of 2023. So a little bit of that information for you. All right, what else? You know, last week we talked about this guy that uh, thought he had a bear, or a dog, rather. It turned out instead of a dog, it was a bear. <laughs> we got another one for you this week. Uh, they raised a uh, fellow in China, raised two kittens for months before they realized they weren't cats. Two kittens, several months before he realized that he actually brought home. how <laughs> well, they weren't cats. The man from China appealed for help as his surprise pets eat five kilograms of fresh meat every day. He raised the two cubs for months before realizing they were (laughs) leopards. (laughs) I don't get it. He believed them to be wild cats, but was later told that they were in fact rare animals. They were leopards. He He was herding a sheep in the valley when he came across two kittens in thick grass. Okay, he's a shepherd. He's got sheep. We know where this is going. <laughs> they, they, they were soaked by the rain, shivering from the cold. Okay, give the guy a pat on the back. He was saving animals. So I'm all for that. So he gave them food and water and took them home. By the time the cubs were two months old, the herdsman realized that he had made a mistake. They got big. <laughs> he then decided to place the big Then Now this, come on, guy. Come on, come on, come on. He then decided to place the big cats in his sheep pen. <laughs> Later found that a lamb had been eaten. I don't know. Something about common sense. An official in charge of wild animal conservation examined the creatures and confirmed yeah, that yeah, they were leopards. A zoologist also visited the animals and confirmed that he had one female and one male. So they were going to have more leopards. These wildcats are very rare in China and authorities are working toward resettling, working toward resettling them. How about that, huh? Food news. Just a reminder to put it on your calendar. Dairy Queen's free cone day is coming up a week from Monday, March 20th. The first day of spring. And don't forget this weekend, Sunday morning, 2 a.m., we spring forward, the clocks go forward, spring forward, fall back. And weren't they talking about making that permanent? They were past that. I haven't heard. Hey, for those of you who are kind of upset because, uh, KFC is discontinuing their popcorn check we'll put a smile back on that face. Jack in the box has brought it back. <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyway, what else? Now, yeah, starting this week, some McDonald's up in Canada, eh, have started offering a chicken Big Mac sandwich. A chicken Big Mac sandwich, yep, replacing the burgers with chicken patties. You got it. I don't know it might be pretty good. Okay, this is off. This is weird. New sport getting attention on TikTok is weenie ball. Think foosball, but skewers through the middle of the hot dog useless paddles and an aluminum ball on the grill that you try to get to your goal side I don't know that some of that stuff is just over my head alright that's going to wrap it up oh I got one more thing to do today's impossible question the average number of this is 736 any idea? were you even trying to guess? I wouldn't have been Anyway, it's the number of grapes in a bottle of wine. So it takes 736 grapes on average to make a bottle of wine. All right, headed into the weekend. Have a good weekend. Unless, of course, you've made other plans. We will talk soon. Take care.